You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I know, I know. It's a lot later than usual, this podcast. Sorry about that. I got the opportunity and was asked to do a sunrise paddleboard photo shoot this morning, just a couple of days ago. And I thought, you know what? First nice day in absolutely ages. No wonder. Justa Yeskova, so talented, by the way, wants to utilize that weather window. And I thought it'd be absolutely gorgeous. Yes, yeah, sunrise. Let's do it. And then I did a double yesterday. Oh, yeah. Woke up in the fives finished it around 10. And uh, yeah, last night I was wondering if that was the best decision, but sure enough, it was absolutely gorgeous at Rainbow Park and on Alter Lake this morning, if a little fresh. <laughs> we ended up going for a longer paddle than anticipated, which was you know, terrific. But uh, yeah, myself and Roberto from the Expeditioners, our toes were a little cold, but we're warmed up now. (laughs) I've uh, had a coffee and I'm here to bring you the podcast. Sorry, it's a little late, but I can confirm it's beautiful out there. Not a cloud in the sky. Apart from on the Duffy Lake Road, actually, a couple clouds there, nothing major, just a bit of high stratus cloud, but it is BEA beautiful out there today. It's going to be stunning, and I know you're going to be outside for most of it, like myself, because, yeah, the weather for the remainder of the week isn't exactly looking promising, is it? It's one of those those cold springs, so I hope you're going to get out and about and enjoy it. It's already four degrees, actually, at the top of 7th Heaven around there, 12 degrees in the valley at this point in the morning, which is about... quarter past nine in the morning and we're going to have a high of oh 22 degrees maybe even a little warm nah 22 degrees let's call it 22 but uh yesterday was 15 just 15 in the valley although no rain yesterday which was great sunrise this morning was at four minutes past five it is at 18 minutes past nine tonight sunset make the most of it team because you know june 21st solstice comes around real quick it's like two weeks away and then we're uh yeah we're going (laughs) We're going in the other direction. So I know it's going to feel like, uh, I don't know about you, but I feel like the pressure's on to, you know, compact with this compact summer that we've had, what with the weather, it's going to be a real rush to try and pack in as much stuff as we can when we have those weather windows. So yeah, for the remainder of the week, tomorrow's going to cool off again after some incoming rain this evening. It's going to begin this evening with some increased cloudiness. Tomorrow we'll have a high of about 16, cooler on Thursday, maybe even just back to 12 degrees degrees with showers and then for the weekend well for Friday looking at 16 degrees but I'll give you an update Oh, on Friday morning's podcast, but overnight temperatures looking at nine tonight into dawn tomorrow, and then about six or eight degrees overnight come Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, so make the most of this weather today. It's going to be glorious. But for the mountain, well, you know, sightseeing kicks off at 10. It's kind of fast approaching. 10 days from now, the uh, the Blackcomb Gondola will be reopening for sightseeing, and that way you can do a loop if you're doing sightseeing there, hoping that the snow walls will be open around then as well. But... <laughs> We need some warmer weather for a bit more snowmelt for that to happen. Although there's already been a video of a couple fighting marmots out on, uh, was it by the rendezvous just last week or maybe the roundhouse? But yeah, the marmots will be making a return to yeah the snowy banks once, uh, sorry, grassy banks once they appear. But otherwise, yeah, that's the weather coming up for the next few 
Next few days, and for biking-wise, great opportunity to get out there today for some downhill biking. Or like Yusta was saying, though, you know, she really needs the snow to melt. She's been limited on where she and Steve's story can uh, can bike recently. They're sticking to, you know, kind of the same trails due to the snow line. So you've got a few opportunities with Walker this week to get involved. How about the fact they've got their trail night tonight? You can get involved. It's their BC Trails Day trail night, actually. And make sure you register online to participate participate and help the crew tonight it's a meeting at 6 30 uh yeah make sure that you do bring your own gear they're meeting along oh well by flashbacks you head along the east side main road until you see the walker trail night sign they're meeting at 5 30 but you do need to register in advance you can do that on the website but they also have their ladies trail night coming up tomorrow june 8th their toonie ride this week on june 9th which is meeting at where is it meeting this week? Well, the app is at RMU, but um, yeah, you'll have to register online for that one. But the back 40 is back. Yeah, that's happening this weekend on June 11th. You do have to register for that, of course. That race from Function to, uh, well, more of a marathon. Yeah, but still a race. Uh, and that's from Function to Alpine. So get involved on that one. You can register on for that online too. But trails, a bit drier, looking in good condition, looking at Mountain View. That new bridge is awesome, apparently, for trails running right now comfortably numb all the trees are cleared but uh some slippery routes there with the recent rain some muddy bits on far side and far out one two along with uh like dan said trail passable but not quite finished at the top of far out three and still a little bit of lettuce a little bit of snow left in spots heading from rick's roost towards billy's epic on the rainbow strap flank trail but manageable but pretty clear from the lookout onward so uh take that into account for the back 40 this coming weekend what else to let you know about? A couple things. Road-wise, if you're heading down to Squamish, up until, I think, July 15th? Let me double-check here. Is it 15th? Yeah, down in Squamish, they are building, or rather widening the lane from Cleveland Avenue that adjoins Highway 99. That's going to be widened to make more of a merge lane. Yeah, um, on the right-hand side, heading southbound. So that will, that work is ongoing from, I think, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily, right through until July, middle of July. Anticipate that could give you a couple delays in and around that section of Highway 99. Beautiful day to be on the road, though. Yeah, calm traffic levels. I wonder what this weekend will be like, though. Sunday had quite a bit of traffic go down starting early on in the day, I think due to the weather. Quite a lot of traffic around 10, 11 a.m., you know, checkout time. But, uh, yeah, the nicer the weather gets, the more congested that highway is going to be, particularly on Sundays and Friday afternoons. But another section of road that I hope you're not congesting is the Callahan Valley Road, what with the recent video of the grizzly bear enjoying some vegetation there right by the road. That's right. And, you know, there's a population of, say, of roughly 59 individuals within the Cascade Coast Mountain Range, you know, through to Lillooet. You, you often hear of, obviously, the Chilcotins around by Braylon, you know, uh, Birkenhead as well, having uh, some grizzlies too. But the past few years, there's been some trail closures in and around Rainbow. And my theory, well, what with two years ago as well, a grizzly bear coming down to valley level in the early couple months of the pandemic too. My theory being that, yeah, there has been a mum in that uh, in the Callahan there who's bred and now her offspring are obviously, you know, they're older and are trying to find territory of their own. So they're probably expanding, you know, their terrain, looking for low-lying valley vegetation because it's been a tough, long spring. Really low snow, um, snow line means that they're coming down to valley level for vegetation 
and that's what this guy or girl is doing. So do not be heading up to Whistler Olympic Park and the Callahan Valley Road trying to stop on the highway, trying to take photos and potentially habituate a grizzly bear to human interaction or car traffic, that kind of thing. So people, the conservation office is asking people to stay away. And uh, yeah, like I said, um, try and not habituate it or bring that bear into conflict with humans. Mm-hmm. Such an impressive animal, hey? It's the only place you want to really see a grizzly bear from is the car, if you ask me. I do a lot of hiking, but uh, yeah, you know, out of sight, out of mind and all that. But uh, yeah, better, better than I never see one on trail, that's for sure. Ooh. So that's the grizzly news. But I did see a mom actually and two cubs this morning, black bear by the side of the road. Lots of bear sightings this year. Like I said, that low snow level really meaning a lot more bear sightings this year. Enjoying some valley vegetation because it's all there is right now. Hope it was some warm weather and that too. Head on up and then maybe we can do more hiking, you know, locally like the Ascent Trail, all that kind of stuff. But what do we have coming up event-wise for the week? few things actually. You've got Fat Wednesday's back. That's her starting tomorrow night. Along with coming up, oh, uh, Thursday, Tuny Red, I've already taught you about. But the Art of Cleaning Lakes and Oceans is happening at the Young Arts Centre in just three days. And that's brought to you by the Sea to Sky Arts Council Alliance. And have I I mentioned this before? Maybe I mentioned this on Mountain FM, but it features 11 Sea to Sky artists in an environmental art campaign aiming to raise awareness around the dumping of waste in our lakes and oceans by transforming collected trash into art. So that'll be happening between... Between 2.30 and 9 p.m. on June 10th. There you go. Mm-hmm. More coming up this week as well, uh, happening with a performance from Treeline um, Aerialists, actually, happening uh, at the Olympic Plaza on which day? June 11th, coming up this weekend, between 12 and 2 p.m. Also happening this weekend is the Xterra Whistler Triathlon, which is also part of the... Oh, the BC, uh, which one is it? Well, it's a part of the uh, Xterra World Championships, but it is also still the BC Provincial Championships. And yeah, quite a few people. I wonder, actually, Melissa Della, are you partaking in this one? Or maybe recent Iron Woman, Alex. Um, yeah, uh, I wonder. But uh, that's happening this weekend. And so potential for extra traffic. And yeah, uh, it's an off-road triathlon. So yeah, no disruption to our roads like the Ironman. But the farmer's market's happening as well. That's coming up this weekend too. And upcoming at the library is going to be another ukulele strum along uh, with a huge success from their um, ukulele program this week. She had, uh, Julie, who runs the program, had 17 people at her introduction to ukulele at the Whistle Public Library just a couple days ago, which is amazing. Uh, so the, if you want to do come to the Strung Along, that'll be happening on Friday, June 17th. You can pop that in your calendar. I don't know when you can pop this in your calendar, but the new EV charges are coming to the Sea to Sky. Brought up that article from the peak where you can find out more news about it too. But yeah, good to see that we've got more uh, charges actually coming into uh, into into Whistler. The federal and B- provincial government actually announced 32.8 million for 14 green infrastructure projects in BC alone. Yeah, just uh, on May 26th. So that's really really great that we're going to be getting some more. Uh, EV charges in our community. 
Alongside uh, car news, I actually give you a reminder that parking will now will be being charged as of June. I believe it's fifteenth. I will double check from the municipality. But four and five are currently free, but they will be starting to charge for parking again on June fifteenth. I believe so. That's coming up. And if you're wondering about the times that you can park, which I was wondering this morning for the morning paddleboard at Rainbow, it is free before ten a.m. and after six p.m. Just an FYI. But there's very limited parking as they continue to do construction there and adjustments to the valley trail fyi um have you been disc golfing much this summer you've you a frolfer if you are uh whistle poolside just wanted to let you know that they've restocked their discs man do they have some beauties so many and all proceeds that they garner from their sales to go back to the club and the course and they've got whistler club discs in stock as well so just an fyi on that one from ken nelson also, I want to give a, uh, well, an FYI that uh, you should be raising a glass to Kevin Winter, the Coast Mountain Brewing, if you can uh, do that this weekend, because it was his birthday yesterday. Mahalo for the delicious beers you bring to our community, Kevin. I hope you raised uh, a few glasses yesterday and some were raised your way. So happy birthday to you. A few other birthdays coming our way in our community too, including the legendary Grasshopper, aka Matt Ross Harper. Happy birthday, bud, for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, can't wait to see you. Happy birthday. Um, we're not going to be doing the River of Golden Dreams, are we, and falling in because uh, I was cold last time and it'll be cold again this year. But you know, I could be down if it's not raining. <laughs> it's Christy Buck's birthday as well tomorrow, along with Dana Caspix, Jackie Michelle's as well. If you remember Jackie from uh, living here, we did a season at Faka Papa together. Total legend, Jackie. And a few more as well, like Jimmy Dean Button's birthday coming up and the wonderful. Wonderful. An incomparable Sally Bennett's birthday on Friday. I'm going to give you a shout out on Friday though, Sally, because I'm going to give you some awesome throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll from this day, including because, of course, it was the Queen's... And what was it? The Platinum Jubilee? 70th Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, she's the third longest reigning monarch of all time. She'll actually beat the King of Thailand, Rama the Ninth, who's, who reigned for, I believe, 70 years and 120 days. And currently QE2 is at 70 years and 119 or something. So yeah, if she hangs on, oh God, that's somber, macabre, in fact. But if she, uh, yeah, stays where she is, <laughs> she'll beat him and become the second longest reigning monarch. But it was on this day in 1654 that the longest reigning monarch of all time was crowned. And that is, well, longest reigning uh, monarch in European history, at least, was Louis XIV. He was also called the Sun King. He was the builder of the Palace of Versailles. Uh, yeah, he uh, came to the throne aged four and ruled for 72 years and something, something days. So, yeah, uh, Louis XIV was crowned on this day in 1654. The Vatican City became a sovereign state on this day in 1929. Uh-huh. The musical Grease opened at Broadhurst Theatre on this day in 1972. You know, I did 3,388 performances. Yeah, incredible. Amazing. It's Liam Neeson's birthday today, which is really cool, um, along with Anna Kornikova's. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Umbop was number one on this day in 1997, at least in the UK anyway. I feel like that's, I've mentioned that fact a couple times. So yeah, good to know. George Ezra's birthday is today as well, by the way. And here's a fact from the Rolling Stones in 1964 that's <laughs> interesting. It was during their first ever US tour, right? 64. And the Stones were actually booed off stage at a gig in Texas, in San Antonio. <laughs> Some performing monkeys had been the act on before the Stones. They were actually brought back on stage for another performance. Isn't that wild? Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, and also on this day, a year before that, the Stones actually released their debut single, Come On. Yeah, 1963. There you go. Ah, thank you, Stinky, as always, for those awesome facts. And I'll give you a joke and a track of the day and send you on your way. Today's joke, I'm not too sure about it, actually. What does a sprinter eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. Yeah. I know, I told you. But today's track of the day from June's Pick and Mix playlist is terrific. You know what? This warm weather, you know, has me really feeling some summer vibes, even if it's just going to be kind of fleeting. And by a uh, track for the, from a band that I've been really loving recently, uh, so the... Tr- <laughs> The band is Babe Rainbow and their psychedelic kind of 60s inspired rock from Byron Bay with such a surf vibe that, uh, yeah, really love. And you can't fail to just be in a good mood listening to them and their track Ready for Tomorrow is awesome. We're all ready for summer, Babe Rainbow. I think we're ready for tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, but great track. Hope you dig it. It's off their album Changing Colors that came out just last year. And yeah, I'm into it. Hope you like it too. Um, Zeitgeist, another great track off that album. Yeah, and New Zealand Spinach too. Uh-huh. Check it out. Uh, that's the band. Ah, all right, okay. Uh, you can tell I've had a coffee, huh? I feel it. But I'm going to warm up here, do some gardening, get on with my day and enjoy that sunshine. I hope you do too. I expect to see a lot of smiles at the end of the day. This vitamin D is going to feel so good. But prepare for rain. It's coming back. Wee. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs. <laughs> 